All right, Jujubee. I'm not nervous. I'll read a bitch. I will read you to feel. Miss Tyra, was your barbecue canceled? Your grill is <laughs> And Miss Tatiana? Miss Honey, you think you're so soft? Not by the hairs of your chinny chin. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something, puerca. You won't understand this anyways. Get my gist. Do you understand? Pandora. Can we talk about sun tanning? And you, legendary you think you are. Legendary looks like leg and dairy. Oh! <laughs> the library is closed. So we finally come to my favorite mini challenge, mm. the reading challenge, where the library is open, darling. Oh, yeah, this is a this is a Tuesday afternoon. The library is open. Yes, and I this is iconic Jujubee. I think this is probably the best reading I my of notes, all the reading challenges. I have the same thing. I can't think of anyone who especially I'm gonna give extra points as the first reading challenge yeah. of the show. I can't think of anyone else who is so impeccable. Oh my god. The voice, the just the send up to the the, yeah. the tradition. It felt referential. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And just her body language. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the Laotian. I mean there's so much yeah. that I really, really appreciated about it. Um and obviously two of my favorite quotes, Miss Tatiana, Miss Hade. Yes. And uh, uh leg and dairy, right, right, uh, is brilliant. Yeah. And the, and and a quote that I didn't used to love, but I love now is, um, "Can we talk about <laughs> sun tanning?" I mean, it is just yeah. it's <laughs> so well done, and each read is actually really gentle. Yeah, in in a sense that it's reading, it's right. not insulting, it's not like vicious, it's yeah. not, you know, uh, you know, and it's there's a I think there's an interesting. Act one arc here because we have the reading challenge. Then we go. No, we have these these stories of the queens talking about being bullied in high school, and then it leads us into the reading challenge and RuPaul talking about um, we take you know we take these insults and you know we bear the brunt of so many of these insults and we take that and we turn it into an art form. Right. We shrug off a lot of the insults. I think she says. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like that being said. There is this line where like a read just becomes nasty. Right. And and I think when we talk about the the art of reading, yeah, Jujubee really kind of like hits that on the head. Well, and I think um when she refers to it as a, as throwing shade as being a part of our culture, like for me, you know, turning it into a, a high art form in a sense, like I my question is like, why is it a part of our culture? Yeah. And you know, so it's like for me, it's like when we get the opportunity to insult someone you know, we can make it funny. We insult like with love. Um, is you know, is it just a way to blow off steam? I mean, it's very performative. It kind of um, it reminds ourselves, you know, to laugh at ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they say that later. GGB says that. Like, if you can't laugh at yourself, like yeah, you, sh- you just go yeah. home. Yeah. Um, but I also think that it's like a way for gay people to practice taking the insults mm-hmm. in a safe, quote unquote, environment. Right. Um, yeah. A way to kind of just kind of signify back and forth in a sense that like. 
this is all out of love. We're mm-hmm. kind of practicing insulting slash taking insults. Yeah, this is just sparring. Yeah, sparring. I think yeah. that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. the that's the word. Yeah. And it's not you're you're not out for blood. You're not actually stabbing. You're just tapping. Right. 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 Um, right. And I think that you know, I mean. Because there's a part of me that's like doesn't like the idea that like reading is part of our culture. You know, I have that sort of you know that sen- with the sensitivities oh, sure. side. Sure, 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 yeah, sure, right. there's that. But then I guess the other part of it is that I also my own upbringing, like my mom's side of the family, like were just these like you know Irish Catholics who just like tear each other apart across the table. Right. But it's our way of showing love. Yeah, it's how we do it. So to me, in a way, like when someone can call me out. If it's the right person and done the right way, I just fall in love because it's like, oh, you know me. Yeah. And it's like a greater expression of love than a direct expression. And I think what's nice about this reading challenge and when there's a space for shade, right? Mm-hmm. We're all agreeing to the space. Mm-hmm. We all know the rules and we're like, okay, this is this is the space when we're going to do this. Right. And we're both in the headspace to do it. Right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can throw shade and somebody is not ready to receive that shade. Well, our Marys must know this is coming. Perfect example. Pour the drink, bring it to your lips, Alexis Michelle. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Who, who couldn't who she, couldn't take it because yeah. she wasn't there and she couldn't get into that space and then recognize oh but this is a safe space right right she I, could give it but she couldn't take it right and I was gonna say well oh, I guess maybe there are some things that like you could be sensitive of but it's like but I'm that, sorry I mean Katya's joke about the bus stop sure but like, I think uh, the, the flip of it and I agree with you because the flip of it is like to not be sensitive about it is to have so much more power and be right. like oh no this right and yeah. again that's and as RuPaul in the last episode talked about the muscle of mm-hmm. like one voice is this muscle and the other voice is this muscle. We have to strengthen ourselves. Right. I think that this is a way to strengthen um, a, a tougher skin mm-hmm. and to kind of be able to go out there in the world, deal with hecklers, mm-hmm. deal with fucking hate that spewed at you and to yeah. kind of just be like, okay, I've I've kind of practiced this in a safe kind of uh, simulation before. Right. And I know how to either throw it right back mm-hmm. in a fun way or I can just kind of take it. Right, right. And I guess it's, you know, there's there's a part of me that I agree. I think this is like a great space to like develop a thick skin and especially... And not just, I'm not, not just talking on Drag Race. Like, like what, reading yeah. challenge, like yeah. the reading challenge is when friends get together and they do this mm-hmm. or at the ball culture, right? When like things like that happen. Right, right. Yeah, outside of Drag Race, just reading in general, this kind of thing, like I... There's a part of me, of course, again, that that's resistant of it. But at the same time, it's like, let's be realistic here. When you are the other, when you are something that is oftentimes mocked and insulted and ridiculed and pointed at and laughed at, you need to have this, you know, these tools in your tool chest. You need to be able to not not necessarily throw it back, but be able to take it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the first most important thing. It's not important to be able to throw it back. Yeah. And I, right, right. You know, and I think that people who are very sensitive or perhaps not in a space to look at themselves or laugh at themselves, you know, it's, it, you know, maybe it's not the right time to throw shade. I mean, there mm-hmm. are people that think they're throwing shade, but they are infused with a lot of rage and a lot of anger and a lot mm-hmm. of emotions and emotions. I was just listening to the power of now and um, emotions I was learning um, is actually uh, derived from a word form that means disturbance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you have too much emotion in you when you're throwing shade, it's just going to come out as venom. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's not going to be, 
it's not it's it's not the point right you know right right the, the wink wink nudge nudge underneath the reed is completely muted right yeah right i mean i and i and this kind of brings me we could talk about this later when we talk about the reading challenge even more but like tatiana like she can't do it like because when she's running her mouth mm-hmm. to the talking head like she can't throw shade because raven has a point like she she can't make insults without emotion mm-hmm. without somehow taking it personally or comparing or judging someone else right because that's how she like runs her mouth quote unquote in, in the words mm-hmm. of raven mm-hmm. and then when she's asked to be in a safe space to be nice and to kind of be kind and be funny about it she's unable to access that part of her because yeah. she is still too kind of angsty yeah the 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 reading tools that she has she's had to use in a lot more difficult situations right she's had to develop that thick skin from a very oh, young yeah. age it's never been sparring it's never been fun it's always been you know the the coliseum with the lions yeah. and the gladiators yeah. yeah like what would she say to raven that mm-hmm. wouldn't come off as incredibly hurtful exactly you know? that that would be too true and too painful and too real. Um, and it's like my, my read for Raven would be like, um, Oh, Raven to quote the Raven nevermore. <laughs> and then RuPaul <laughs> double over off the, uh, <laughs> out of, out of the shot. <laughs> oh, she done done that. She done already done had hers. I mean, really, the hardest job of, of the reading challenge is RuPaul having to react each time, <laughs> especially when they're duds. It's like, oh, 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 that was me. That was, um, that was a read. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right. let's right. just let it sink, Ru. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what I loved about, um, I guess we, we're kind of talking about the reading mm-hmm. challenge now, but um, Jessica Wilde, I loved uh-huh. hers as well. Um, but like they, they weren't that funny, no. but it was her delivery and her, like, she was just so committed yeah. to like, go back to Chinatown. Girl, girl. you are so fat. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. That was it. <laughs> and that's not a very good read, but because of the way she kind of did it. Right. And because of how she enters the conversation of reading and mm-hmm. language. I mean, it was, it was endearing and it was just like beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I, I think that <laughs> that's a, something I think we'll talk about more this episode is the way that Jessica presents herself. And how other queens react to it. Sure. Raven, for example. Um, but yes, I, I found it very endearing, not because of the content, but purely. It's kind of like her RuPaul Snatch game. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh there's no question. It's the same thing. Yeah, it wasn't no like a good RuPaul impression, but everything she brought to it, I was Committed like. Committed comedy. I mean, yeah. it, I, it reminds me of like an Alyssa Edwards where it's just, mm-hmm. it's just her X Factor coming through. Exactly. It's just that beautiful light. Right, right. That you just love. You're right. Like, oh, you're so, you're right. so beautiful. Like, I don't care if this makes no sense whatsoever yeah. i'm not looking yeah. for that and it made sense it just you know was right uh, it was uh, interesting i did also love her top model read oh yeah you know though whenever i would watch that i would i didn't understand why why raven didn't say i mean raven's top model no read? no no jessica she says top model when i see her face i say she's it looks like she's saying puta but it's like putata right right, right. yeah no i and i guess i'm jumping ahead <laughs> but when raven does that like you want to call me top model i don't oh, know why he didn't say then why your... don't you bend over and i'll be your model top oh Oh, oh, there you go, Mary. I'm just okay. saying. Take he was it like, like a man. But instead he was like, I'll be your top model. model. And I was like, mm, take two. Yeah. Take I two, girl. I didn't think she didn't think that one. Yeah. Through. I think she made, yeah, she was like, fuck, I meant model top. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, the other one that I loved was Pandora's Tara Sanchez, if you're America's sweetheart. 
then America needs a heart transplant. That was actually one of the best ones. Yeah, very, very, very clever. clever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously, Jessica Wilde, your wardrobe looks like a donkey fucked a pinata. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like, I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. I mean, it was very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, this is kind of. I guess we could talk about this now. But I also loved Tyra's. Um, I loved how yeah. she entered the reading challenge where she's like, oh, no, I can't. I don't do mm-hmm. reading. And then, she, oh, that's because you're a Christian. Um, and then she gets right into it. It's like Alaska. Oh, I don't want to read these girls. All right. All let's right. Go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I love. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's, you know, part of the part of the game and, mm-hmm. and part of the charm. Yeah. And, you know, while her. Her jokes weren't great. I thought that they were, uh, it was a lovely send up to Paris is Burning. Stylistically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, let me get down to your level. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, undergoing a rank. And she's talking to Rue about them, Mm -hmm. which I thought was perfect and and well done. I mean, Tyra surprised me. It was, was, this whole episode, Tyra surprised me. I mean, I, I, I'll just say this and then we can kind of jump into things, but I'm at this point. I'm surprised to say I have no issue with Tyra winning this season. Whoa. Yep. I put that out there. <laughs> I honestly, at this point, I'm like, I don't see what the problem is. She's great. She was just kind of annoying to the girls. At one point. And then she cleaned and she up her act. Asleep during, yeah. Yeah. And that was like early on. Yeah. I, I, I've seen worse. Yeah. 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 Um, but Juju, anyway. Juju B for the win. I know. Juju B should have been Black Mamba. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree, but I think that like, the way things panned out, I don't think Raven was robbed. Okay, there you go. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, well, anyway, Mary, we should jump into this episode. Let, let's tell our listeners what they're listening to. They are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. <laughs> it's like a door creaking open. <laughs> all Right, Mary, which is our <laughs> podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul's created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And as I was saying the intro, but I didn't want to cut through, it reminded me of um, Lagandra de Estranja as the barn door. Come on, Mama! <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know the context of that. Or no, here comes Mama. Here comes Mama. <laughs> yeah, barn door. <laughs> um, anyway, today we are not talking about Lagandra. We are continuing our recap of season two with... Oh, can I say it? Can of I course, say it? of course. It's a send-up to our sister podcast, Squirrel Friends. I wanted mm. to say, once upon a queen... <laughs> <laughs> You even kind of did. I don't know if you're caught up with them. You even kind of did the Alyssa Claude. Oh yeah, no, I just listened to their episode today. I have yeah. been dying because I was like, I know exactly what they're talking about, and I have the gif of her obsessed much. Like, oh yeah, I yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, the yeah. claw. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh, right. Moving right along. Well, you know, speaking of squirrel friends, I as I've, I've been doing all the other episodes, I've been listening to their recap. Oh, right. Just to kind of see what they had to say. Um, the most meaningful thing that I, I think, the thing that trumps anything else from that episode of Squirrel Friends is the introduction of George Costanza into Amanda's life. Oh, she, she got George Costanza. She Costanza. rescued George, and his name was, oh, Wordsworth or something like that. Um, I had to like listen an episode ahead to like see if this was the same cat. Um, and the next episode, he's being referred to as George Costanza. It was like, all right, just changes from the pilot to the second episode. Yeah, they found his wallet. It was right. Huge. Yeah, it was like, yeah. oh, oh, it's George. <laughs> it's right. huge. Is that a Seinfeld reference? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but she rescued George from death row. Oh, on a kill shelter. Oh, and that's what my sister did with her dog, Huck. 
Huck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huck. Yeah, oh. so so George, uh, this, in this day in history, George joined the family. I'm of- sorry. I just It reminds me of... <laughs> Reminds me of a league of their own. Oh no, it's George! <laughs> oh, Betty Spaghetti. Betty Spaghetti. Oh, George! Oh no, it's George! <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that scene so much. It's heartbreaking. When they're walking towards her and they're like, why are you doing this? Why are you walking towards them and like playing this? Like, I have one photograph in my hand. You know I what know, I mean? Why I are you know. doing this top model this shit? This is from the <laughs> war department. Right. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was, uh, uh, but that's, yeah, that's a heartbreaking And scene. then, of course, the next scene is when um, Dottie's alone in her room in her nighty crying. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, and then, then she's like, oh, hey, sweetie. oh, sweetie. Oh, sweetie. Hi, cutie. Hi, cutie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like, what a drag moment. What a, yeah. Like, when you talk about Tyra with the veil, uh-huh. it's like Dottie Hinson sitting on her bed crying in her white nighty. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the oh, sweetie is just like... <laughs> It's, it's the jujube smile hand during yes, Black yes, Velvet. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Gina Davis serving high drag oh. throughout that entire movie. Was she at least nominated for a Golden Globe for that movie? You know what? She's nominated for everything in my heart. And that's people's all Choice. Matters. You know, yeah. that, matter, that, that matters the most because it's from the people. <laughs> Lisa Kudrow, the comeback. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. We're back to Once Upon oh, a yeah. Queen. We've gone three different directions. We're back. So, you know, in overview, before we kind of jump in, I feel like this episode, uh, first of all, we get more absolute kind of placement. Oh, we absolutely do. And then one kind of theme that I'm going to go into is we start to see Tatiana kind of circling the drain. And I kind of get now why Tatiana didn't go on further Mm -hmm. and what was going on. And I mean, I I love Tatiana in All Stars 2. I think she had a great kind Mm -hmm. of comeback. Um but she was young, and I think yeah. that her youth starts to show here. She's very stubborn. Right. Um, she's also still an adult in the room, but there's yeah. there's this this youth in 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 her own kind of self reflection. Yeah, I'm kind of like a a Valentina fan when she stepped in on the runway with the mask on. I'm like, no, but maybe, but what if? Like, I'm kind of like not wanting to like accept the reality that like yeah. this is not going to end well, right? Because I've been on Tati's team the whole season, yeah. Particularly against Raven, right? Um. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that we're some seeing of the something, things. Some yeah. of the things Raven was saying, I'm like, yeah, you have a point. I, ah, okay, you have a point. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that she maybe maybe the point was made a bit too sharply at sure. points. But that's kind of Raven's points. points. I'm yeah. just like, um, I'm just stuck on this. There um, you go. <laughs> but I think that's kind of part of Raven's charm. Um, <clears throat> so I guess do we get right into it? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, we start off with a very heavy opening. Yeah, right, with Juju B. Notably, Jujubee is mirror. cleaning the mirror. Wearing uh, the wig that Sahara styled. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she wears that wig and uh, oh, later her own the wig. hat. Her yeah. Thinking yeah, her thinking hat. hat. Oh, she's so um, um, so yeah. yeah, she says, Raven asks Jujubee, like, were you out in high school? And then it starts the, the bullying. The bullying. Yeah. Sounds like I'm saying bling. The bullying conversation. Yeah. Um, Tyra. An early social justice corner. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. A very early social justice corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and early on in the episode, too. I mean, this, oh, is, yeah. this is heavy talk to kind of then go into she-male. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it definitely gets um, pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, you know, Tyra, she's, she referred to as that gay boy James. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Jessica Wilde ups that. And she's like, oh, bato, bato, bato. Right. And then, obviously, Katoy, right. uh, her uncle calls uh, B that. And you're like, oh my god! And right. then Pandora yeah. talks about how she tried to kill herself because she hated himself for years, and she, t- she tried to take pills. 
um, you know, talking about that little voice in you where like no yeah. one likes you, um, it never goes away. It, it's very much like what RuPaul was saying to Tatiana. Yeah, yeah, that's so an that interesting connection. Yeah. And you know, you have Pandora being the oldest queen there, mm-hmm. um, kind of in a sense, very seemingly at peace talking yeah. about this story yeah. and in a sense of where she's like, I came on this show to make sure I told this story. Right, right. And I, I, um, I, w- I knew the story was coming. Obviously, I remembered this, but when I rewatched it again for the first time for this, I was totally caught off guard. Yeah. I've been kind of, I feel like I really got into watching, maybe because I haven't seen season two in a while, I've been really watching with fresh eyes. Mm. And so I kind of had this experience of like, oh my God, like sweet, quiet, shy Pandora. To right. gen, you know, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn of the group. Um, we'll get into that in a, a little bit later. But this story totally caught me off guard. I was like, oh, oh, right. Yeah. And there was so much weight to it. And yeah. it really... Um, I felt like this episode, there was a lot about, I saw a lot more of Pandora. Right. I, I feel like not just this, I feel like we saw a lot more in Untucked, but definitely I I feel like I, I realized this episode that I wasn't seeing much of Pandora the entire season. Yeah. Okay. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She, she is, she, like Jessica, we don't really actually see much of her. Right. She's very quiet. Right. Um, and this episode, I just felt like I was seeing the Pandora that we kind of see today. You know, oh sure. I was seeing a more of that person come out. Right. You know. Right. The boy. Yeah. Um, underneath the, mm-hmm. the, the the character. Right. Um. Yeah. So you know, um, adversity made him stronger. I think many many people can relate to that. Th- those yeah. that have overcome hardships that mm-hmm. are personal and and deep. Yeah. And I think just having this this early social justice corner being about being young and gay in a straight world. It's like I mean, young and insert other thing you are than everybody else like anyone watching the show can identify with that you right, know what i mean right. so it was like a good choice of something to kind of like have that moment about yeah you know? absolutely um you know so uh, obviously there's the reading challenge which we, we talked about mm-hmm. um anything that you wanted to mention in in the reading challenge before we move past i it? mean ruse look i it's like i oh, love with the it hat. I love it, it was very it. spy meets Spy, yeah, it's called Spy versus Spy. It was very, and I don't know if this is just from one interview I saw, but there's this. Um, I don't. I guess he's an author. This older gay guy, Quentin Crisp. I feel like he's kind of dressing like him. I feel like he dressed similarly. Oh, but I feel like maybe I just saw from like one E True Hollywood story in the late '90s of, of Quentin Crisp, and now I think that's how he dresses. Okay. Uh, in any event, yes, that look, that hat, um, a shady hat. I ju- yeah, his shady <laughs> hat, his shade throwing hat. Um, yeah. I mean, we. I think we covered a lot. Yeah, you know, Raven's yeah. look was, or Raven's read was, nothing special. Um, oh yeah, I feel like she stole Juju's grill joke and then did a poor job of it. Yeah, and then didn't say model top. So, yeah. um, I did want to just say I was really happy for Juju. Yeah, I just I'm glad she like won. She deserved it. She rebounded from like a real low point. Yeah, and just came back swinging, and right. I was like really happy to see right. that she was sober. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that helps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and then we meet. <gasps> we meet the absolute image czar. Jeffrey Moran. I just, everything in me tensed up. I just was like, oh, okay, he's here. Everybody just yeah, act calm. Yeah. he's He is the absolute version of school as fuck. He is so saying all the things. Oh my God, he's so manicured. He's mm-hmm. so constructed yep. and controlled. Oh, I just, I I do not like him, Sam, I am. I just I wanted to like tussle his hair and then see him flip out about it. Oh, you know? yeah, except I want to like do it the way somebody like provokes a snake and then jumps back. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I just don't want to be in striking distance of sure, Jeffrey Moran. Sure. Oh, God, uh, yeah. I feel like he would just like swing a Michael Kors day bag at me. <laughs> 
hit me right with the MK, you know? <laughs> Leave on. a mark. Um, oh. So, you know... I, Talk I, about branding. Uh, <laughs> exa- exactly. All right, Mary? Branding expert. Um, I did... I guess this just felt like retribution or karma for being a, a mean person, but I like that Jeffrey clearly didn't know what to do with his body while he, like, Rue is... To, like giving the explanation the challenge Jeffrey was just kind of standing there like very self-consciously right, like right. what do I do with these hands yeah well yeah, he never knew yeah <laughs> never yeah he, he never figured it out okay. yeah um, yeah so RuPaul plugs her book working it you know I'm like okay RuPaul branding mm-hmm. um, right I did find it interesting how she talked about exceptional and how um, when you come up with your own book, you have to talk about the exceptional moments in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that word exceptional, right? It's this part of absolute branding. Oh, it is. Exceptional cocktails. Oh. Yeah. Well. I mean, not, I, but go on. Well, anyway, just that word itself uh, is an interesting way to enter a conversation about uh, drag performance mm-hmm. and what makes you exceptional, what makes you not like all of the other drag queens. And mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes... Uh, you know when RuPaul is has had conversations about talking about the girls that she brings on the show, a lot of it is that she sees who they are in the audition video and mm-hmm. that it's not put on, mm-hmm. and right, that, and, right. and that is exceptional, right? Mm-hmm. When people are able to have their own kind of persona and their own piece and their own light shine through, that's yeah. very exceptional. Yeah. Well, and I think it's just it. I think there's something <laughs> exceptional. I think doesn't necessarily equal authentic but it's it it doesn't like Rue has always said it it's like a lot of times these girls like they make these videos and they're trying to show me what they think I want to see right and I think that like when somebody is yeah just it I mean it goes back to something I think we've talked about in so many different ways and all right Mary that like I think the last episode we were saying like you know the ways in which you stick out are the ways in which you stand out oh yeah and I think this really ties to that that like that's what makes you exceptional is like those things that are uniquely you. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a pain that comes along with realizing that you stand out, mm-hmm. right. That yeah. you're not going to be like everybody else. Right. And you have to embrace that and love that. And, yeah. And then, and then go forward. Right. And that's hard. Yeah. Because yeah. We're, we're often told so many times to conform. Well, it's safer, right? I mean, oh, it's, it's so much it's safer. safety it's in numbers. Yeah. 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 So, so, uh, so yeah. So, you know, uh, the, the other question I had when the challenge was, uh, given out, mm. you know, and so many times, um, on drag race with challenges, it's, you get points for being funny mm-hmm. and I didn't know if this challenge, they wanted them to take it seriously or for them to be funny. And it seemed yeah. like, it, you know, fast forwarding to the runway and the critiques that like, they did appreciate when you took it seriously. Yeah. And that didn't need to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, Juju B was able to have a little joke. Right. And then, you know, and Raven even having a little joke. Right. And then it, but it also being very serious. I mean, Raven's, yeah. I mean, it was right on brand with RuPaul. Yeah. It's interesting. It's usually it's like if you're really funny, then like you're in. But I feel like they had this challenge. It, you know, it makes me think about um, season four, the Rock the Vote challenge, where they all, or Rock the Vote, when they all like play these political candidates. Right. And I think the Squirrel Friends talked about this. They were like, it was very confusing because it was like, are they supposed to take this seriously? Or are they supposed right. to like, lamb, you know, lampoon this whole thing? Yeah. And there was so much confusion around that. I feel like this one, like, and I think in that case, they kind of did want them to take it seriously. Yeah. That's the critiques they were getting is like, we want you to actually have like, a platform. Yeah, and like talking points. Yeah. And I think this is similar here. It's like we actually want you to like 
it really because I think what this challenge is this is really where you're applying all the important skills mm. this is um, oh yeah you know th this is not just a, I mean it is about the look and it is about your personality and it is about being a TV personality and presenting and talking to somebody and talking to a reporter yeah <clears throat> but it's also about like branding branding yeah, yeah and like and and selling your sponsors brand right and right being this full package I really think that like this is where you're applying all the real deal skills. Yeah. And so you have to take it seriously because they like kind of want to know if you can do this. Right. But I mean, Jessica Wilde's interview was fantastic. Oh, it's the best one easily because it was the most memorable. Yeah. It was the most, uh, and the extended cut in Untucked. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Rue comes into the workroom. Um, this was obviously after Juju B puts on that thinking hat, which I yes, loved. Yes. Uh, we found out that Tati can't spell, which I thought was really cute. Yeah. Also saw that Juju B was left-handed and I'm like, whoop, whoop, go left-handed. Oh, all right. All yes. right. Find those Easter eggs. There yeah. You know. <laughs> um, you know, I you had mentioned this earlier, but I think what we are seeing right now, and I think the Tatiana not knowing how to spell scene was really kind of pushing that narrative that like, oh, she's not she's not as good. And I think at the same time, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I'm like I'm like Nick. My voice is cracking. Um, every day we're becoming more and more just the Squirrel Friends um, inception. But uh I I also noticed that this was really where we saw Tyra's sympathetic storyline really getting driven home. Okay, there you go. You know, yeah. she made mistakes. She was on the streets. She had mm -hmm. a son on the way. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was weird editing there, though. There was a lot of weird editing when Rue was talking with Tyra. That whole scene felt strange. Yeah. yeah they it, they yeah. cut down a lot of those conversations. Because yeah. I feel like when you're talking about your book and your autobiography, like, yeah, those conversations are going to be long. Right, right. Because it's, yeah, it's like um, the, the synopsis of your life is not going to be three sentences. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, Raven and RuPaul certainly talked about long-term relationship with yourself mm -hmm. for a lot longer than that. Yeah. Because that was a great concept, this idea of, like, you know, I need to have a long-term relationship with myself i need to yeah commit to myself oh i mean i think the concept is is really smart i i felt like because i'm so resistant of raven i was just like oh raven you're just like being school as fuck right now you're just choosing what you think Rue wants to hear like that's right. how i was taking it right. even though it was like a good topic yeah you know yeah um jessica wilde you know he he was he was kind of giving her some advice. He was trying to like guide her along, mm -hmm. but I got Jessica's um, frustration, and this often happens on Drag Race. You're thinking in Spanish and then writing in English. Yeah, I mean that is, a, I mean that's a huge problem. Now, if I was Jessica Wilde and I was a Puerto Rican drag queen, mm -hmm. my book would be in fucking Spanish. Yeah. I would be giving interviews in Spanish. I would be selling to Spanish speaking people, mm -hmm. and then have that translated. Yeah, I mean that's a that's that would a be bold up to the move. publisher. Yeah, it's a bold move because I think uh, in the construct of the challenge, it's like they need to be able to see. I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying. I think use subtitles. I'm just kind of like, what? Sure, sure. No, I get it. I I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know it's, what I think it, about you that. You know what? And I don't want to get into this too much, but it go, it goes into my frustration with standardized testing in this country mm -hmm. and how there are kids that need to take standardized tests in English when that is not their first language. Mm -hmm. And it's it's more about deciphering English language than it is about their actual knowledge and right. and it's an automatic handicap and it is so unfair and i will talk about this later but just because you can't speak english very well doesn't mean you're a dumb person right it doesn't mean that you're an innocent person it doesn't mean that you don't have complex thoughts and complex emotions yes i i am very interested to talk about that because i think that was really getting pushed this sort of like with Jessica of like, oh, simple, broken oh, sweet, English. Sweet, sweet you know, Jessica. With, with endearing way of, of I not, mean, we call yeah. her cute 
only when she's doing that chicken voice. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's her being her. Fine, me. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, <clears throat> that had nothing to do with her not knowing the language and just her being really <laughs> yeah, charming. She's yeah, so cute. Yeah, um, and it's like I get the charm of the way that she speaks and the way that she like uses the English language is very quirky and charming. Yeah, but it's just like this like tricky area of like like we'll talk about like when Raven's like I I don't learn good English. Like and then Juju right. well, don't learn it from her. Don't learn it from her, which I yeah. love, oh, and I kind of felt fabulous. like Juju was like, mm, yeah, I don't love this. You yeah, know? no, it was yeah. like a treacherous territory. Yeah, and you know, even Santino talks about uh, how her cover looked like a nine-year-old girl's cover, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is all. A l- Come on! What do you mean it looks like a nine-year-old girl cover? Like this is a drag queen's book, right? Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, anyway. there's you know. Anyway. Anyway. Well, Tyra talks a little bit about and untalked about like that they do get time to work with the graphic designer, but overall, I'm like, why are they getting judged on the graphic design of the book? I mean, it all goes into how well you can be a producer and how strong your vision is mm-hmm. and how focused it is. Yeah, I get all that. I. Sure, be judged on that. Fine, sure. that's part of the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, when, when it when it came to Jessica Wilde's frustration uh, when she talked about it here, just thinking in Spanish and writing in English, right? I was I was immediately transported back to my classroom days mm-hmm. when I'm just like, okay, what say what you need to say in Spanish? Like, right. let me know that you know what this definition is. Right, right. That the problem is not that you don't know it; you just don't have the words for it in English. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Because yeah. we can work on that. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. Right. You can learn that. Um, Tatiana, you know this. Is is when I started to kind of smell like Tatiana seemed to be circling the drain. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Her her look doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, it's not that her look is bad. Uh, she just doesn't show sign of growth yeah. in terms of her look. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about this on Untucked, actually. I should mm-hmm. just table this. Okay. But, um, you know, my question is, like, how are you entering this dress? Like, what is your aesthetic here? Yeah. And I think from teen... Teen Queen to Pop Star or whatever the name of her book is, it's like, Tatiana, I don't, I mean. Yeah, well, you know, the idea is just coming to me now, but I feel like for Tatiana with drag, because it's something she started so young and it's something that she really did as like, really as an identity, as a like, well, if I'm not going to be accepted as a feminine boy, then I'll just be, I'll just dress as a girl. And I think that drag has always been this life, this thing in her life, this function in her life, in her day-to-day life that had nothing to do with performing. Right. And nothing to do with, with the performance of femininity, more so as like a tool that he had to protect himself in his life. Yeah. And so armor. I, yeah, armor. So I, I don't, I think that that's so different from the way that like Pandora approaches drag, where Pandora is saying something with her drag. She's, she's you know, doing something she has ideas that she's expressing through drag. Whereas as a 37 year old. Yeah, exactly. Very different. Yeah. Whereas Tatiana has kind of, you know, used this in the way that someone else would use, I don't know. um, I don't know. Like, I I guess just something, you know, I mean, it reminds me of like uh, when you think of Tyra, Mm -hmm. right? Tyra is this amazingly talented boy who Mm -hmm. can so do makeup kind of like create different looks and have this type of performance and can, um, you know, do backbends and, Mm -hmm. you know, puts on a show. Right. And can, and, and can be uh, his own producer. Mm -hmm. And it's a a drag is a way for him to get out those talents. Right. Right. Whereas Tatiana, I feel like is, is still not using drag for her talents. Yeah, exactly. I think that's it. She's not using it for her talents. She's using it to protect herself all of the other ways that people use drag. Yeah. But not 
for this really important one. And I think these are the things that Raven is getting so frustrated with is like, okay, sure, your illusion might be beautiful, but like, what are you doing with it? Right, right, right. What are you doing here, Jeff? What are you doing here, Jeff? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Laura Bennett. Wouldn't it be amazing if Laura Bennett listened to our podcast? Oh, my God. If we could get Laura Bennett on as a guest. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway I can't I can't um, This close to Christmas I can't <laughs> um, Pandora Out of the box You know this is when we hear about um, Goldie Hawn She's the Goldie Hawn of the, uh, the group And yeah. then What did she say She says The dark night of the soul Yeah Oh I love that Rue brought out the expression The dark night of the soul That's such a like Term Yeah That's such like a weighty <laughs> term um, I love it I You know that whole scene where Rue was talking to Pandora. It could have been the clip of the week. It could have been, though the it did also kind of feel like Rue is very much a producer because he was saying like, oh, I see you as the Goldie Hawn of the group. This really adds depth to your character. Mm. It was like he was kind of like seeing her as part of a cast of characters right. and not as a person. Right. And I don't say that as a critique of Rue, just like, oh, I, I guess that's kind of how I'm watching it as like someone critiquing and reviewing the episode. Yeah. And so to hear Rue kind of talk about it the same way, it's like, oh, oh, that's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to see her as the Goldie Hawn of the group because I see her as a character in a TV show. Right. You right. Know? Right. Right. Yeah. You know, she, she talks about how she discovered herself through dressing as someone else. You know, we've talked about this a lot on All Right, Mary, mm-hmm. how, um, you know, it's a way to not listen to that that sick voice and, yeah. and that's by becoming somebody else and have mm-hmm. somebody else speak for you yeah um and kind of strengthen that other muscle which you might think is somebody else's voice but it's really you you know right and it's it's it, you creating that voice right right you just haven't heard it very much right yeah exactly um, um so rue heads over to see her good judy juju that's how yes, this felt it was, yes. like even the way she <laughs> exactly. said so like <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, what uh, what title do we got here? You know, like it's real right. casual. Um, <laughs> right. Discovery of homosexuality. Yeah, it was it, it just the, the way that he approached Juju was very different. It made, made me wonder, and I should have looked this up, um, was Juju ever on What's the Tea? I don't think so. No. She'd be a great guest. Yeah. Oh, she would be great. I, I would... I would tune in, um, tune in. I would listen to it whenever I want. I download it. I would download that. I got to get with the times. Um, I, uh, Oh, she, she asked her, how do you say fierce in Laotian? Oh yeah. I'd say juju. Yeah. Juju. Right. And I liked RuPaul's like completely caught off guard laugh. Like she wasn't expecting it. I really enjoyed that. Right. 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 Um, (laughs) I thought that juju made a really interesting point. I think that, um, we all understand what she's saying um, about gay Asians and gay Asian men and that a lot of people see gay Asian men as just a woman in the wrong body. Oh, right. Like denying any sort of masculinity from a gay Asian man because it doesn't meet our like white standards of what we think masculinity looks like. You know, brooding tall. Yeah. Brooding tall, hairy, broad shouldered, all that. And like, not that someone who's Asian can't be, but like typically, you know, Right. It's different. Right. And uh, it's, I, I just think that it's a shame that didn't get more airtime. I'm glad that Kim Chi kind of like picked oh, up the reins go. of that conversation okay. took, later. Took whatever, six seasons later. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, but I, I think that that's. Because um, you had a Gia Gun come in and you're like, oh, fit. Right. Right. And it was just like, <laughs> let's just pause this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Femme and Asian. Yeah. 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 And loving it. Yeah. And Fresh that's tilapia. Right. And that's great too. Like, on the flip of it, it's like, if you're, if you're Femme and you're Asian and you, that's what you are then 
God love you, be it. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, Vivian Panay. Sure. You know, she claimed yeah. to be, she thought she was the fishiest queen ever on Drag Race. Right, 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 right. Well, oh. talk to Gia Gunn. Yeah, you're kind of like yeah. crab salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Crab stick. Crab stick. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Vivian. Um, so, yeah. So, we find out um, about the book cover photo shoot plus they're going to be interviewed by celebrity journalist. Mark Melkin. Oh my God, Mark Melkin. It doesn't get any better than oh that. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love interviews. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're going to be judged on their ability to seamlessly work in plugs for a book mm. and the Barry Acai Absolute Cocktail. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and we find out also that the late, unfortunate, uh, the late Jackie Collins. Oh, that's right. Because she... She died a couple like, of years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 2015. Oh, yeah, Jackie Collins. Yeah. Oh, I... I it was. I've never read one of her books. I haven't either. No, but uh, I mean, but I know about them because one of them was a movie. Actually, I think there were definitely a few. Yeah, yeah. I just loved in Untucked because Tati was saying she had oh read books God. there. She said, Dallas. Was she on Dallas? Was she on it was Dallas? so <laughs> funny because Joan Collins was on yes! Dynasty. Yes, I thought that. Like I laughed so hard. She <laughs> Dallas, like. You couldn't. I almost write thought that was a joke, right? Because yeah. it was so well, well written. Was yeah. a, tell us a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> God. Uh, so the photo shoot. I mean, you know, I have some quick notes. I don't know why Tyra's being blamed for sweating. Like, oh, I mean, just because Tyra's always talking about her look. I guess and how like, her looks impeccable. And leave it's a like, bitch well, be. Yeah. Um, I, um. Oh, Raven says pink. Oh yes, yeah. I want that pink chair. Yeah. I and I wrote the note. I have P E. P-E-E-N-K chair. That's exact. Oh, I just wrote pink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I put it in quotes so I would know. I was like, oh, Nick and Amanda would love this. A pink chair. Oh, pink. <laughs> yeah. Um, pa- I mean, it's, so I'm spending a lot of time with this girlfriends because I'm also listening to their current episodes and the, the season back two episodes, ones. Yeah, sure. Their, this is a, it's related to pink. Their season five recap is so funny. And I think because they have Alyssa to talk oh, about every week. Oh, of course. It is so funny oh this is impeccable yeah and she's, she, she's such season. good material to talk yeah. about but it's really bringing me back to season five. Oh, it's um, so good and just like the shit show that is Alyssa edwards oh my god um but yeah. yes mary's if you're not listening to squirrel friends right now they're recapping season five and it's really funny oh it's a good season yeah um you know i don't have any notes here except um obviously jessica you know um we kind of see for the first time Jessica get into her head, right? And yeah. kind of see her self-destruct. As they said, the I guess the photographers, um, that she came in defeated. You know, she even says to herself, she's like, this is not my challenge. This is not my challenge. Oh, yeah, I Jessica. know. And I just, I could, you could see, I mean, when she went over the props and picked up like the scales of justice and was like, this? <laughs> How could I make this work? It's like, no, no. Grab the fake Oscar. Mm. There you go. Yeah, and uh, you know, they ask her, like, what are you thinking about right now? She's like, I'm thinking about my dream. <laughs> I'm thinking about going home. I'm thinking about being done with this. And they're like, uh, well, you need to be more specific. Right, right, right. You, Yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. show, don't tell. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really have any other notes from the photo shoot. I, I, Once we get back to the workroom and they have, like, a quick change, I did, I did notice, I think there's a running, not necessarily a running theme, but we see an evolution in... Tyra being helped or helping other girls. 
Um, oh right, yes, yes, yes. She she gave the corset to Jessica. She she gets Jessica's corset. She Raven helps her with her dress. She gives Tatiana her dress later. Yeah, it's just I think that this is an interesting thing, especially because we saw in the wedding dress challenge, no one wanted to help her. Right. This tells me a lot about the dynamic in the room now with Tyra. Yeah, you I think know? they're kind of like okay, Tyra. Right, and and I I don't know. Again, as I said earlier, I I really have no issue with Tyra. Like I'm I'm kind of. Like, what do we not like about her so much? Yeah. I'm kind of into it. She's kind of great. And she's growing on me. You know, I'm still like, I mean, obviously impeccable runways. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But again, I mean, the thing that bothers me the most is the immunities that she obtained. Sure. And Mm -hmm. was able to kind of snake around this season. I know. I just, I don't know. She's definitely in Slytherin. That's showbiz, you know? I mean, that's how I see it. That's showbiz. You know, like, yep, uh, Shay won four challenges and, and Sasha won. Tyra had immunity and won, you know, yeah, and she got away with it. Yeah, never on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we go into the interviews, I just want to know why no one can fucking say acai. Oh, Like, why can know. nobody say acai? I don't know. I don't know. I, like, Tatiana had to write it on her arm. Acai. Acai, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what's so hard about that. I maybe yeah I have no idea. Um, stupid bitches. Just stupid. Just stupid. <laughs> stupid. You big baby. You baby. <laughs> um, I I do have to say that uh, as I'm singing Tyra's praises, I th- something I want to find opportunities to say as often as possible is I know how to love and how to give and how to celebrate. <laughs> I just. <laughs> And they played that like I had to love it, I had to give it, it, it and she had such a good rhythm to it. It was so it was Tyra's best moment, um, other than her as the baby in Country Queens. I think that's also her best moments. But um, they played that moment, the I had to love and had to give it to celebrate like three times between the episode and Untucked. Okay, so I don't know what to call an anti-criminum in the Hizzy for Shiz Boy, All right. but it is something I want to hear repeated oh, okay. over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like Jujubee's reading. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I I thought the reaction to the satellite interview was really cute how Gigi mm-hmm. was like oh my god there's nobody <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was fun kind of seeing them all like okay and like then putting in the like, oh is this a satellite interview it's right like, oh yeah, yeah yeah i thought that was it's, it was nice to see them adjust right um oh sure i uh i mean the interviews i mean jessica's interview was so memorable so funny so, mm, I so genuine and yeah. authentic and there and she talked about Golden Child, which really sounds like Golden it Shower. It really does. Oh. And it's brilliant. Yeah. And the absolute drink. Mm-hmm. She just kept loving just it. She kept loving it. Like, mm, mm. Oh, oh, oh that I love drink. that drink. Oh, that drink. Um, that absolute. In the, in the extent. If I was working for Absolute, I'd be like, cut print Emmy. Yeah, of course, Jeffrey was not <laughs> happy with it, but we'll get to that. Um, I loved in the in the extended version in Untucked where they show Jessica saying like, I don't need any en- enemies. Like, no, I came too far from oh, have enemies. Like, yeah, the she, extended one, she's like, oh, I think I wrote it down. Oh, she was so I funny. I loved it. It was so perfect. She says, um, she says, uh, oh God, come on. 
man. Oh, I didn't come from a very far place to have enemies, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was kind of great. It almost made me, and I know that it's this, so brilliant. It's like, of course, of course. I mean, I, it's just I, gonna be a loving, like, yeah, wonderful light. It's not the exact same, but it kind of made me think about like Thorgy Thor in the political ads. Uh, challenge. It was okay. like, did you guys just like edit this to look really bad? Because oh, like, right. I feel like you could have edited this to look better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, right. But I mean, to an extent, I think that Jessica was probably a little more all over the place than Thorgy. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. it reminded me uh, just her joy and that idea of, you know, I'm here, baby. Yeah, is very much like a, a Jasmine Masters. Like mm-hmm. we did it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. H e r e. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, I. I think that that spirit comes through and I'm kind of like, I forgive. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, Alyssa, yeah. I forgive it because I just like her so oh much. Oh my God, it's fabulous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we hear more from Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Tatiana says that she, Raven wants to blossom since, verbally. Yeah, since Morgan's left, Raven's decided she wants to blossom verbally. Well, and you yeah. know, Raven, or they edited it this way, but Raven is really asking a lot of questions on Tatiana and really trying to like catch her or see mm-hmm. more and... She's going in on Tatiana, um, and she keeps calling her an airhead. And I'm just like, I don't know if that's necessarily fair to call an airhead. Yeah. Like, judge her drag, girl. Right. No, you know, I... calm down. Calm down. Judge her fucking drag. Yeah. Well, Raven, I mean, by the untucked, she's just like, she just basically, she says, you know, her interview was shit. Her look was shit. She's shit. And it was yeah. just like, I mean, it's very, it's television. It is. So it's, it's like, okay, yeah. this is entertaining. And it's interesting, you know, that, that Raven's over here being like, you know, I feel like everyone's feelings may have been, like she's trying to be sensitive about oh, the reading right. challenge, which is interesting. We haven't seen that really since season, till season nine of people being sensitive about the reading challenge yeah. or like doing a little bit of like burn control, you know what I mean? Damage uh, control. But you know, like it, it, putting a little like aloe on the wounds, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, sure. Right. Um, that she that that's why when she was saying the whole like you know long term relationship with myself thing with Rue, I was just like, you're a little two faced because you're not that sensitive. You're kind of a jerk. I don't think she's as evolved as she thinks she is. I, I mm-hmm. there are a lot of gay men out there that um, read the Velvet Rage and they're like, oh, I'm so stage three. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's such a stage two thing to say. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. If you're saying you're stage three, you're stage two. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like okay, I get that you know you're supposed to be in this place, and maybe Raven is, but it, it, actions speak louder than words, or mm-hmm. um, maybe words and actions need to be consistent, and yes. they're not consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that for so many people, it's like okay, it's very easy to find out what the right lines are, right. but if your actions don't match the lines, then like all you are is a good study. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? Like sure. you can you can read the self help books all day, but if you don't apply any of it, then you're just reading a lot. Right. You know. Right. You might yeah, well you're read just Jackie giving Collins. advice to other people yeah. and, and acting like a guru, which is another kind of velvet ragey thing to do. That, right. Like, oh, I'm wise. Right. 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 Yeah. Not because I've done any of this, but because I read it in a book or yeah. I saw a great Instagram quote, and sure. now I'm feeling inspired for the next ten minutes. Sure. Right. Yeah. For the next ten minutes, there yeah. you go. Slacktivism. Uh, what would it be called? It would be called like slack oh, self help. Um, that's a good question. What would slack help? Like, because I see a lot of it. Because I have a lot of that in my Facebook network. Oh my god, so many life coaches that need fucking life coaches oh, in my network. Let me tell you, like, what are you doing, Mary? The, 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 oh, I some of the. I mean, there are some people in my in my sort of Facebook bubble who are in that whole world of personal development and spiritual development and and life coaches and all of that and. They are such like l- magnets for drama and dysfunction, and 
they play Ugh. the story of like, you know, I'm just like you and I deal with these things and here's how I dealt with it. But it's like, it's almost like their lives have to always be in some kind of chaos and they have to always be in a healing crisis because that's the narrative in the world they live in. And they want to like, they think they're inspiring everyone around them. Like, oh, wow, if they're getting through it, then I'll pay them, you know, $3,000 to help me get through it for the next six months. Right, right. It's, and, and all people do is just kind of like continue existing in healing crises. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. very easy to throw around words like I'm in a long-term relationship with myself mm -hmm. on social media mm -hmm. and believe it on social media. But as we know, and as Taylor Swift just recently said, mm -hmm. that oftentimes um, what we are presenting on social media, like that is just what we want you to believe. Of course. And it has nothing to do with the person sitting on their laptop in a dark bedroom. Yeah. Alone. Oh yeah. It's kind of like, I, I saw like, there was some, you know, some illustration done of like somebody who was, you know, let's say like live streaming from their bedroom and all you're seeing is the glow from the computer on like w the one part of the room they are and everything in the shadows around them is just like this big fucking mess. Yeah. And it's like, nope, but you create that one little area and you make people think that everything around it is is in line with that. Right. And it's, yeah, it's all bullshit. And you know what? Oh, my friend Raphael, you know, Raph, mm -hmm. he, yeah. uh, he says it so beautifully. He says, oh, aren't we all just beautiful messes? Right. I mean, and if you can embrace that and go with that mm -hmm. and start to see the mess as, mm -hmm. you know, something that you can, you can use, mm -hmm. um, or you can find beauty in, right? You know, it's like letting in the demon and welcoming him and giving him some tea mm -hmm. and being like, "Why are you here?" You know, right. as opposed to trying to block it out and try to only show the shine. And out of all the twenty-five selfies you took on the Eiffel Tower, you pick the, that one. It's like, mm -hmm. why not look at all the other ones and find beauty in those? Right, you right. Know? And at some point, this thing we call a mess. It's like, well, then maybe it's not actually a mess right. at all. Like, right. Yeah, maybe there's stuff everywhere, but there's stuff everywhere in everyone's life. And the only people who have stuff in every specific little place where they think it should be is someone like Jeffrey Moran. And I would rather be like this than like that. Yeah, yeah, because, Jeffrey Moran. Oh, my God. I can't imagine what his apartment looks like. Oh, my, I, I can't, I can't imagine. It'd be part, it would be a nightmare. It'd be right? a nightmare. If he invited me over to his apartment, it would be a nightmare. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, <laughs> I wouldn't know at what point I needed to take my shoes off. I would be very nervous about a coaster situation. Oh my God. I'm just imagining like the first move that he would make. Oh, because you think, yeah, he's, he would yeah. make the first move. Oh, of and course it would he just would. Be, it would just be so violent. Oh, <laughs> he would just, you'd be sitting there talking and then he would just. It would just be like, yeah, yeah like hand on leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he would, uh, I mean, but yeah, I, I feel like. Um, Over him. Yeah. Jeffrey. Well, you know, in the words of Merle in this episode, I'm very, very excited. <laughs> I can hear it. I'm very, very excited to have very few episodes left of my drag race career. Oh, my God, Merle. So we should move on to the runway. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, queen takes king and queen takes queen the Who whole thing with gg what is a gg lavange granger what oh is God, hermione granger's uh aunt oh of course <laughs> alohomora oh of course and and gg and gg and gg what you making anki what you making what you writing anki um sure sure i guess i should have uh read the harry potter book so i would know who this have person you really is. not read them? I have never. I've seen one or two of the movies. I've never read the books. Not because I don't want to or I don't think there's any merit. It just 
hasn't happened. And I usually, because I'm such a hipster, I just come to these things years later, and then I'm like, oh my god! Like with Project Runway, I was like, have you guys seen Project Runway? Do you know Mondo? Do you did you see? It's like yeah, we all know, we all we know. All know who Mondo like is. ten like, years I met him ago, in a club. Like, yeah, hello. way ahead of you, Mary. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, in fifteen years, I'm gonna read the books and be like, did anybody know about? Why this? do you have to wait fifteen years? Just how we do things. I just don't understand. Like these. You're going to get through the book in in a day or less? I don't know. They're it, really fantastic. It's like I'm not going to watch the next season of Stranger oh God, Things for be, like months. Oh, my God. Because I just can't be a part of it right oh now. God, Stranger Things 2 is so great. Is it? Yeah, it's so great. I mean, there's no Barb. So it's like... Well, whatever. Ugh, Barb. She would be... She, Barb, she's just... She, I, I mean, he was playing devil's advocate, but the thing about Barb is that she was the kid you didn't... The kid that you hated. Like, she ruined the party. She would have told everybody about everything and gotten you in trouble. I think that Barb and I would be at friendlies with a fribble and maybe, like, some chicken fingers. Yeah, but you know what, Colin? She would eventually, like, leech onto you. That's never happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) I never attract people like that. (laughs) She would be, like, you know, an emotional vampire. Yeah, yeah. She'd be, like... But anyway, you and I both know. You and I both know. But, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. but in terms of, of Harry Potter, I just want to say that like there are there's a reading of Harry Potter in there about drag mm-hmm. and and identity mm-hmm. um, and having to cloak it and and coming of age. I, j- I think you'd really mm-hmm. enjoy it. I think you'd love some of the undertones. You know, right. Albus Dumbledore is gay. Spoiler. Alert. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, this one with Gandalf where he turns out to be gay at the end, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you shall not pass, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the runway, run, 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 one way, one runway. Um, yeah. Any, any, anything notable before we talk about Tati's look? Um, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Before we just get right to that, uh, we slip and slide right over the Tati's look. Um, I mean, I do just want to mention that, like, she introduces Jeffrey Moran and goes, "Hello, darling," and then immediately cuts to, "All right." Like, oh right, uh, like there was no banter. There was no banter, yeah. and I, I don't think. I think this happens later after the critiques. I'm like, oh, who? Rue doesn't like him at all. Okay. Oh, really? Oh, I have to believe that Rue doesn't like Je- Jeffrey Moran because Rue is all about I the... I feel o- like they're in very different worlds, but I, as a producer, I think Rue understands well, why that's an important partnership. Oh, of course. But I think like as a human being, it's like Rue... They don't have. They don't hang No, it, it, Rue kind of honors the irreverent and Jeffrey is all about being reverent. Right. I think that she also sees that he's kind of like a fame whore and is mm-hmm. like really wanting to be on this show and is like, oh, well, I'll do... Absolute. As mm-hmm. long as you allow me to be a judge, and as long as mm-hmm. you allow me to be in the show, blah, blah, blah. you know, and it's, sure. She's just kind of like, all right. She's like, is that this is what it takes to keep the lights on? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, whatever. Um, I, I, first of all, Tyra does a transformation look, and you're kind of like, okay, girl. I mean, style proper, Sanchez. Sty- that's what RuPaul says. Style proper, Sanchez. Oh, proper? I just love that expression. She says it again. I don't remember where else because I've heard that expression before. I think it may have been maybe like season three or four when um, they would cut to a commercial. RuPaul would have some like voiceover that go, now don't you be going to the kitchen because when we come back, I think this is like season three. And I feel like style proper is one of those things because I've heard this before in that same kind of place. But yes, I don't know that. You've never heard that expression? No. Oh my God, I love it. Style proper, Sanchez. Style proper. (laughs) Um, 
I love the idea of Juju B as a finisher wife. Oh yeah, she sells that look. Yeah, because um, the dress is like whatever. But like when she does that, like the hands with the big face. She, she has, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of when she says it's the same. It's hey, when hey, she hey. says the hey hey moment yeah. that she kind of gives one of those. Yeah. Um, and again before Tati, you know, Raven's look I thought was was great. Oh, was so glamorous, very yeah. not Raven. Yeah, and she her makeup looks so beautiful. She just. She can put together a look, you know. Yeah, and I guess this was—I know it was—I know this was a Barbara Streisand kind of reference, I guess, from *Stars Born*. Born. Yeah, I kept thinking it was the main event. Is that the other movie she's in? The main, uh, no, *Funny Girl*. Well, she's in a movie called *The Main Event*, I think, with like Chris Christopherson. But I think, yeah, this is from uh, *A Star Is Born*. Uh, yeah, this is like one of the best Raven looks. I yeah. think. Oh my god. Um, um, she she kept saying Greek mythology. I was like, oh. Oh, I did not see I didn't that. Get there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, I don't know about that. Um, so you know, Tatiana, she comparing herself now to these other five girls or whatever. Um, she looks very brown shoe to take a a, yeah. a, a term for my mother. Oh sure. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. So sorry. Side table. Yeah. So my niece, um, she, she which one? Uh, Leah. Leah. Okay. Yeah. She uh, she started first grade, and wow. um, my mom dropped her off uh, for my sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom dropped her granddaughter off one day, mm-hmm. and I guess um, it was picture day, mm-hmm. and my sister. Nancy had put Leah in, you know, a really cute little, little dress, very appropriate for a six-year-old. Style proper, Leah. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, spaghetti strap. As you do. You know, very blue. Yeah. Um, and you know, she looked really sweet. Mm. And um, so my mom, she, uh, she, she confronts Nancy later, and she says, "You know, Nancy, I dropped Leah off at school, and uh, she looked a little." <laughs> She looked a little brown shoe. Oh, no! <laughs> I mean, cue the price is right, you're wrong, Han. <laughs> she looked a little brown shoe. She's six. Right, she's six. She she's a little white kid. You know oh what I mean? Like God. that's she, yeah. She, I can't imagine the like the awful things my mother <laughs> couldn't say to Leah. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> You looking a little brown shoe today? <laughs> well, could you imagine, like, <laughs> Leah? Do you want to go change? Right, right. <laughs> Your mom in those white shoes. <laughs> yeah, in her, Michael in her Kors. Michael Kors shoes. In her Michael Kors shoes. Oh man! Oh, she loves Michael Kors. She anyway, does. so Tatiana. Tatiana. Um, you know, she's wearing this horse tunnel, uh, horizontal black and white stripes. It's very Beetlejuice. Yeah. It certainly is a is a look, like mm-hmm. it, but it kind of didn't. It didn't go anywhere, right? It was yeah. like, okay, this is a, this dress, and you didn't do anything with this look. Like, you weren't saying anything. Yeah, I agree. Again, it goes back to my question. Like, how do you enter the dress? And I just don't think that there was any reason for her to be wearing this. So I was thinking about this because I had the same thought. I was like, what are you What are you saying with this look? When you look at someone like Tyra, and, and I'm very interested to talk about Pandora in a second, but like queens who are saying something with their looks, I thought, you know, what, Ty- what Tati could have done is... The length of the dress, I don't care. I, that didn't bother me as much. But what I think that what she could have done is, A, put that hair up. And I think she does some of this, actually. We see this in the Diva Awards challenge. I wonder if she, if she had big um, hair, even. But, I mean, what so what, the, what I was kind of picturing is uh, when she does her executive realness look uh, in two episodes, she kind of has the hair up. She's got glasses. I think she could have taken some of that and put it in this look. Okay. And give kind of like a nod of being a bit bookish, but like sleek. Oh, yeah. Like sleek 
you know, author. The stripes. Yeah, and I think that if she kind of maintained that. Her a little much. I feel like with the stripes, like, you really need to go... Beetlejuice, Adam's family, like you need to go there. You Be- need to, and, like, I, and I think she pulled her hair back really tight. It would have yeah. been a very stark look, right? And it would have worked. Yeah, um, um, but, but this just looked. I just it reminded me. It was very Rebecca Glasscock. Yes, absolutely. Just very Baby's Day drag. Actually, you know? Rebecca wore a very similar dress. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking we've seen this before. Yeah. It's Rebecca's black and white dress with the star with right, the right. kiss star. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm kind of seeing Tatiana playing that role as the ingenue yeah. that everybody hates because she's just so pretty, just like Rebecca. Yeah. Um, the only difference is, is that Tatiana is smarter. Mm-hmm. And I think um, she is not as... Uh, well, with, with Rebecca, it was just like, really, why are you here? Whereas Tatiana, I think, does have talents mm-hmm. and has something, some some brains to bring to the table. Right. It just, I mean, Tatiana, I, now in retrospect, and I'm, I guess we'll talk about this more after she's eliminated or when that episode, but like, it makes so much sense to me that she was on All Stars 2 because <clears throat> what we see by the end of kind of her arc on Drag Race is all of this potential that she just wasn't ready to like harness yet. Right. And we see that in the Untucked, actually, mm-hmm. right? When she's... Uh, she can't hear what everybody's saying. Yeah, though. The, yeah, I'm interested to talk about the untucked because there's a lot there I I really like. You know, her age is I mean, it's just her age is starting to show. She's just not bringing more to the runway because she's too busy being upset at not knowing what to do. Yeah, and not really being able to see herself. And I think that is a sign of of youth is when you aren't able to really see yourself and and kind of move on from it. God bless you. Um. God bless you. Thank you. Um, yeah, at the same third time's a charm. Um, at the same time, I think that there's the the being young and getting kind of stuck, kind of like you know not being quite tall enough for the ride. But oh, here comes another one. Um, but at the same time, uh, one of the things that I also noticed in Untucked in particular was how her response to like how she didn't think her book was the best either basically like she was like yep i get it it mine was definitely the weakest one mine should go in the 99 cent bin i feel like they all wanted to kind of twist this into like oh you're giving up and she's like no i don't understand what the problem is i'm just aware of the fact that like no mine wasn't the best right and i own that and and that to me felt very adult oh i love that about it yeah because that's very true it's like no mine wasn't the best like Mm -hmm. what do you want me to say i'm not going to throw somebody else under the bus right just because you know and i kind of think it's like there's those moments where she's so lucid lucid and so like clear and adult in the room and then there's these other moments where it's just like maybe necessarily like in the in, in the in the satellite interview where it was like she's not able to harness it in that moment she's not able to like kind of like the reading challenge she can like she can read raven of filth and the talking head about like with her you know sparkling 30 years of wisdom I mean she was like reading the bitch oh right but she's not able to apply that same thing in other situations yeah you know again emotions do uh, sometimes wonders for the tongue you know your things are Mm, they'll do wonders for your diction (laughs) (laughs) put Put a cork cork in it it. (laughs) (laughs) oh man no really no really put a cork in it It'll do wonders for your addiction. <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, oh Shirley God, Ralph. Love her. Yeah. Bring her back. Bring back Shirley Ralph. Yeah. Um, Bring back my dream girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 
oh, you lie, you lie. I never look so thin. Um, so, uh, yeah, she gets upset at Santino. I, you know, I think we they talked about this in Untucked, which we'll wait. But, um, yeah. yeah, this was an interesting um, yeah. runway with the critique. and, and She the, really has her what more do you want from me, Mr. World exactly, moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I want to talk about Pandora. What are your thoughts on her dress and what she was trying to do? I totally got it. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally got it. Yeah. She's a sticky queen. Yeah, and I think that like we, I really enjoyed seeing this in Untucked, and I had... It's not a Sasha Bell moment. No, it's not, but I, what, I, what, I really, um, what I really liked was that she was holding to this idea of like, they want me to be all like waka waka with this when I'm trying to be more wink wink, nudge nudge. And I think, and we'll get to this conversation about how much do you oh, change right, your like drag. You're, you're going to look like a coke whore. Right. Yeah. I really agree with Pandora's decision to not hit the joke so hard. Right. To let it be ambiguous because I think that that has so much more value and artistically than like being so obvious. I see your point, but I think it would have been. I mean, it's like when RuPaul says, like, if you're the if you're the Asian queen. Mm-hmm. Give us Asian. If you do Britney Spears, do Britney Spears. And do it to the back row. Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure. And I think with drag, it's like yes, magnify, magnify mm-hmm. more, more, more. Right. Unless you're unless you're doing fashion, right? Unless you're mm-hmm. doing that look of Violet Chachki. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're doing Pandora, it's like yeah, go all out like right. be the stereotype be over the top because that's funny yeah i guess you know and i guess maybe what it is because i still i don't want to have to think i don't have to be confused about like oh does she know i i kind of i don't mind being a little confused i don't mind that kind I of i want to know that she knows sure but i don't i also don't like Alyssa edwards with the the cameras on her dress yeah but like the whole sort of there's like an andy kaufman quality of like are you are you real? Are you being real right now? Is this a performance? Like I like, but I think if that's what you're gonna, I think if you're gonna be ambiguous, go all the way with the ambiguity. Like I think that there's I, this is about and that sounds like a contradiction. Go all the way with the ambiguity, but like that, I think there's a commitment. I think that what maybe Pandora could have done if I'm gonna critique her look is had a really glamorous silhouette, like all out in terms of like a beautiful like gown except that the fabric is disgusting right that i think would have worked whereas this like the cut was a little weird and the fabric was a little weird i think she kind of has to choose one yeah. to make the point that she's making yeah you I mean, know if you're gonna be brown shoe you know put mud on it exactly then you need to like really be you need to be like from all the way to your soul you know what i yeah. mean no pun um i i don't know if we're totally in agreement here i i i think that she could have done more to show tacky i think that she could have done more but i don't i also understand what she's saying of like i don't want to hit the joke so hard and make it so obvious i don't know i don't know do it i guess i mean that's that's what raven's kind of saying is like she hasn't done it yet so i'm just kind of like do it with your look because pandora struggles with her look Mm -hmm. and i think what she's lacking is that she doesn't know if she's supposed the ambiguity is there and Mm -hmm. it's and and we don't really get that it's which it is right. are you trying to be glamorous or do you and, and do you not have taste mm-hmm. or are you totally there and i know she is because yeah. i've seen her closet from her audition video mm-hmm. um i mean like where's the bird's dress you know like where yes. where is the joke mm-hmm. yeah tell us a joke yeah. Absol- well and i think you know a really good example of this is pandora's reunion look there's that like race car oh. themed oh, look oh yeah okay that i think she finally does She's like, I'm going to go all the way with this I'm idea. I'm coming out of the box. Yes. Yeah. All the, both feet out. Yes. Right, right. And so I think that'll be a good example of her 
still doing this kind of like weird version of like fashion meets comedy, but like making a more like a, a stronger stance about it. Yeah, I just yeah. don't see her as fashion, so I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like go with comedy. Yeah, go yeah. with it. You know yeah, I mean? her, the, the looks I've seen of hers are hilarious. It's mm-hmm. like go with that. It reminds yeah. me of like Raja when she's wearing the Carrie outfit. I'm mm-hmm. like that is commitment. Yeah, she went all the way with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I and you know I guess like you know and I guess we'll talk about this more next week when Pandora goes. But um, I understand why she didn't go much further. I also think that she was a queen that like had a lot of like potential in there and a lot of it came out at different moments, but not all the time. It didn't right. come out consistently. And right. like they say that to Tyra, like you need to be consistently exceptional. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. Um, platitude. Um, uh, you know, the critiques. Did you say platitude? Yeah. <laughs> what are you calling me out? No, I'm just saying oh. like, good end it yeah. oh yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're kind of yes there. oh you're being meta you're editing the segment yeah yes. um, um i the critiques were interesting this week mm-hmm. yeah um, obviously because of jeffrey moran telling tati that they would have a fight in the car on the way to the next interview i'm like i am horrified of you just do not get in the car with jeffrey moran because yeah. you're either going to get in a fight or I'm he's going to fire, fire you, you. Yeah. I, I don't know what he's going to smack you into the oh my glove compartment i don't know what he's going to do yeah um oh. i i I also wanted to note um, Raven. Um, you know, she's talking mm-hmm. about how uh, you know she does really well in the interview, and then she has the punchline: "I'm a man in a dress," oh. and it's the funniest thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I wonder if now that would be a punchline, mm-hmm. because I mean, it's it's funny, yeah, right? Yeah. We're, we're constantly have to, as as drag queens as as Alaska always points out, like there's there's always the reminder, like yes, yeah, you know, yeah, this is an illusion. I'm a man in a dress. I think the joke worked best this season when there was such a consistent emphasis on the the illusion, right? Um, and, and yeah, I mean, then this was really like a moment that kind of endeared me a little bit more to Raven. I was sure. like, okay, I like this. Yeah, I like you. Like, I think the next episode we're gonna see a lot more of Raven that I want to see. Uh huh. Um, but this was kind of like the beginnings of it. Uh, yeah, I, I, um, I think there was one little moment. I don't, I watched this episode twice and one was from one illegitimate source and the other from another illegitimate source. But the first one that I watched was like, not like an episode from Logos. There was no bleeping. There was, it was like crystal clear. I was like, wow, season two looks great. But the moment where, uh, Gigi Hadid, like Vangier, uh, Rocher or whatever Laganja Stranger Rocher says um, when she says to Juju about like there's a lot of Hollywood moguls that like to take her out you see like just half of Merle in the in the uncut version kind of being like oh my god did she just say that like and putting her hand to her face <laughs> oh, wow. it's so great and so real yeah but then like the TV version there were like it was like boxed oh, in, like the oh, aspect ratio oh, kind of wow. cut it off. Yeah. But I was like, oh, Harvey Weinstein. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. That's kind of, I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the first thing I was it's like, up. I was like, Oh God, that, that joke feels very uncomfortable. I'm yeah. very much Merle in this moment. Right. Um, so if you do have the uncut DVD version, it's, it's a worthy moment. There you go. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, uh, the lip sync. Um, yeah, I, talk about Untucked? I think then we'll talk about Untucked. I'm just, oh, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's worth just mentioning. I just loved Rue's speech of like, you are all my heroes. And I love the way she says this, like, and you know that I know you and I both know mm. what it took for each of you to get here tonight. So no matter what happens, you are champions. There you go. 
especially the way she said, and you you know that I know. Right. Like, I don't know. Those moments, I'm like, oh, Rue, you're great. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I more of that Rue. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we like that. We've lost it a little bit over the years. Yeah. And there was um there was this, and I don't think this happens very often. There was this sad music when it became when it became revealed that Jessica was in the bottom two. Like they didn't. It wasn't the way they normally do it. Uh-huh. They announced Raven as the winner, and then Jessica was the only person left on stage, right. other than Tati. And there's right. this sad music, and I was just like, "Oh, no one wants to see Jessica go." Oh, Jessica. So that was kind of that was meaningful. Right, Mia. Oh, Comita. Um. Then we have a terrible lip sync song. Sister yes. Sledge, he's the greatest dancer. I, I don't understand why this was a lip sync song. Yeah, it didn't. Um. I, I and I'm not remembering what era of Squirrel Friends, what season they were talking about, where they talked about this. But in terms of like whatever they were talking about, it applies here that the song is not like it's not big enough, it's not upbeat enough. It doesn't really it doesn't go enough. anywhere. Yeah, it's it not just enough. doesn't go anywhere. It's yeah. so much easy listening. It seems. Yeah, I mean, I think that Tati definitely was finding the sensuality. Yeah. Yeah, it was there. Jessica was doing those like what? What are those called? Those arm rolls. Uh-huh. I I mean, they are sisters to air guitar. That dance move <laughs> in terms of things that I just. Yeah, I mean, you know, they did show Jessica. She kind of stopped singing at points, and we don't know if that was the editing or not. But um, she was, you do- know, she was doing too much. Tati, yeah, I mean, and also Tatiana had the storyline in the same way that Rebe- Rebecca Glasscock had one, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is tension there. Yeah, and it's interesting. And Jessica, it's like, okay, well, she has to go some point. So let's keep Tati right. and, and, and let Jessica go. Yeah, I mean, Jessica really didn't have anything. She was too wild. She was too, they, they release her back to the wild. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't keep her caged in this competition. Oh. Um, you know, Jessica, I, having now watched the entire season, you know, we don't really see much, I think, from her in Untucked, but like at zero point in the show, Untucked or the main episode, does she get into a fight with anybody? Does right. she throw shade at anybody? Right. Is she anything other than like, kind and friendly and sweet yeah. and like and, humble. And, yeah. Just kind of like the quiet person that says like, well, we don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, clearly this competition, we don't know anything. Yeah. Like, so like, I don't know why you're fussing about Tatiana still being here. Right. Yeah. It, it, there's always surprises. You'd think you think you did well, you didn't do well. Like she's, I can't think of another queen that has such a clean record. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Of like there's, there's nothing shady. Right. Um, and even this ch- episode where we, where we do kind of feature Jessica faltering, I don't think it was humiliating because I think oh, it, was, yeah. it was so funny. It and was. It, yeah. And they all kind of gave her credit for being like, Oh my God, you were so funny. Yeah. Um, oh, she's fabulous. Yeah. So I, I just, I think that like, again, we talk about a queen like Alexis Michelle who got out of the didn't get out of the show you know with much left to her dignity um i'd much rather have this kind of track record on drag race sure you know yeah top six yeah you know, yeah she goes and now we are on to untucked untucked which um i haven't seen in a while um i don't know if i even recall seeing this untucked episode yeah i'd never seen it before um and yeah there was there's a very interesting conversation that happens i don't know if you, i don't necessarily think we need to recap the whole untucked episode no um if you want to just kind of talk about a couple of points uh the first one is that we found out about um you know tatiana taking tyra's dress mm-hmm. and tyra saying you know if she wants to wear it she can wear it not everyone looks good in stripes. Right. Smile. Yeah, and, and I and I don't think that Tyra was trying to, you know, 
I think it was just... No, it's just, just like, well... It just is what it is. Not everyone, and I bet Tyra looks great in that dress. Yeah, I could sure. see that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's an important point that you know, Juju kind of... Uh, real nice PSA moment when it comes to golden showers. You got to do it in the tub, girl, because otherwise the cleanup is just horrible. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, anyway. So, so the two big things I think that were discussed and untucked here are um, Raven talking to Jessica Wilde. Yeah. And then um, the the conversation between Tatiana and Raven, um, whether you would change yourself for Drag Race Mm -hmm. or whether you would, you know, do you. Yeah. This was quite obviously Mary's almost our clip of the week. Right. Because I think that this is a really interesting idea and an interesting dichotomy. Do you want to talk about the Raven-Jessica thing first since I think that it's a little bit smaller? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Raven stops and talks to Jessica Wilde. And takes it upon herself to say, you know, what's so endearing about you is your broken English. It's so endearing. Don't learn good English. Yeah. Um, And I just found this to be so condescending. Yes, that's what it is. Um, I know that I'm a white person just, you know, taking offense of this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's not offensive, but... Broken English to me, I've always known to be an offensive term mm-hmm. um, in the sense of like it connotes that, you know, not only are are they broken, but that they're dumb. Uh, yes. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know uh, or that they're childlike. I mean, th- this isn't the case. I mean, English is a fucking hard, especially mm-hmm. if you're learning it after, you know, the age of 13. Right. And, and just because they speak broken English doesn't mean that they're not smart or that they don't have complex emotions and thoughts, like I said before. Yeah. And so for her to, to talk to um, Juju uh, or Jessica Wilde like that, I'm just kind of like, I wonder what Jessica Wilde's thinking. Yeah, because, you know, there's... there's Is she kind of, kind of like, oh, thank you. I really it's think... It's a weird compliment to give. Honestly, I read that scene and I know there's editing, but I there's, there's this sort of micro moment where I think that Jessica is hearing what what Raven is saying and I think that she turns and pivots it really well. She's like, oh, I just, you know, just having fun. Right. And I feel like I know that I've been in situations where someone, where you're in a group situation and someone has said something offensive and you do not want to create a moment and you don't want to be like, you know what, that's like really offensive or whatever. So you just like find a way to turn it to something innocuous. Right. And I think that I, that's how I read what Jessica did. It was just like, oh, okay, let's just let's just move away from that. It's like, oh, I, I, I love how, how dumb you sound. That's, I mean, yeah, that's really how it comes across. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It, I would hate somebody to say that to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Jessica was fine with it. But. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's... there's and again, I keep looking for... I mean, Raven is always sitting higher than the other girls. I mean, it's, it's very interesting. Standing. Yeah. It just seems so... That Raven is constantly finding ways to... To, to see down or to mm-hmm. yeah she's always doing land grabs for power okay always. there you go um you know i this reminds me only a little bit only as like related content but i think season four kenya michaels really like loses her shit in the untucked lounge about like you know you're saying you don't understand me it's like i can barely understand you guys you know how scary this is and how hard this is to right. like navigate this when i barely understand what anyone is saying and you're right. like oh i you know and you can't hear me either right because it's actually you know sharon uh, makes a joke about like Kenya goes off on some tangent and Sharon's like okay well I understood like none of that and everybody laughs and Kenya gets really upset and I think that there is <clears throat> I'm not saying Jessica's having the same experience but it kind of brings up I think a a, a sensitivity or a um, a common issue that plagues a lot of the Latina queens yeah um, of exactly your point of like because their English is not um, 
you know, PhD level, then they are, they're kind of given, you know, the, the Fiesta clown edit. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, people of color, especially um, immigrants um, that don't know the language, whether you're, you know, Polish or whether you're Latino or whether you're Chinese, um, they, it's unfortunate. They have to work that much harder to prove that they're thinking complex, smart people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many cab drivers, uh, that are in New York City mm-hmm. that have a doctorate in India. You so know what I mean? So many I've talked to, they're like, yeah, they're they're a doctor in their home country and now they're here as a taxi driver. I mean, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I feel like I, that's not a cliche. I've come across that so many times. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I sure, to play devil's advocate, it's like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's like, yeah, I get that's 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 what it is. And I think what it is is that we need to be conscious of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need to be aware of it and right. not just write it off as that's their problem. Yeah. Well, it's interesting and, and, that we're talking about this in a challenge that is based purely on judging a book based on its cover. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody's dad, ladies and gentlemen, has just <laughs> entered the room. And has made a salient point. Now he's back to the car to wait until you're done hanging out with oh, your friends. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys later. Thanks, Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Zaddy. Uh, anyway, so that, that those are kind of my thoughts on that whole thing. I, again, Raven is, she's not just going off on Tatiana. I mean, mm-hmm. she is going around the room. She feels very, very confident. Oh, this. yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, she even's just like, oh, you know what? I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. It's just like, I'm like, girl. Stop it. God. Yeah, she talks to Pandora about her look and I don't know. She's just kind of going around. Yeah, I, she she's feeling her oats in a way that is turning me off completely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And and then the conversation starts of of Tatiana, um, and Juju be talking and and saying how Tatiana's like, well, I would rather go home doing me and being real mm-hmm. than changing myself for someone else. Um, which is when Raven cuts in and she's kind of like, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to stay in the competition. And she yeah. looks at the camera. Right. Um, and she says something that I think is a salient point. Like she can always fix it or change it when she goes home. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like when girls go on uh, America's Next Top Model, it's like, yep, they got the shitty hair. But it's right. like, if you want to win the competition, you can't cry about it. Right. Right. Hair grows. Yeah. It'll grow back. And it's like, and you're on this show and it's eight weeks. Are we on the life. same show? The same show? God. <laughs> Such a little bitch. Such a <laughs> nasty, nasty bitch. Nasty woman. I think you see nasty, <laughs> nasty bitch. Nasty bitch. Yeah, nasty bitch. Um, yeah, I um, I, I agree. I think uh, I, I lost my point. You know, once we go to Leah Remini. Oh, just, I know Leah. Uh, Leah Remini. No, we're talking about how you change it when you go home. And yes, how easy that is. Right, and and I think the fact that like you are you're in the situation for eight weeks of your life, whatever. It's like just do it. Yeah. Um, but I also think that in all of this. It's not what Tati's saying. It's not what Raven's saying. It's what Juju's it's saying. Ju- it's always, right? It's always like, what Juju's saying. It's just them pushing you. It's yeah. not It's not conforming. There's so much in you that you haven't discovered yet. And they see it, and you're not seeing it. Right. And they're pushing you to bring that out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do something else. Right. What if, else can you do? If you don't turn around a corner that, you don't, that you've never turned around before, you're never going to discover what's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't right. know what part of you is waiting there. Yeah. You know? And, and I think Tatiana, again, with just kind of her age she's not hearing them she's freaking out mm-hmm. because she doesn't really know what to do and she's a little afraid um well, i think drag race is forcing this is me just creating a narrative i think that drag race is forcing tatiana to think about drag in a new way yeah um right and and she certainly does she ends up being really successful in learning how to like apply this in a new way yeah but this is really the beginnings of it it's kind of like shangela it's like okay 
not quite ready for prime time. Yeah. Put it back in the oven for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to kind of what Tatiana says in her interview with whatever his face is. Um, oh, uh, Mick Moran. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Melkin. Yeah. Mark yeah. Milken. That was the name in my head, but I was like, maybe that's somebody else. Yeah. Mark Melkin. Mark Melkin. Um, when she says, she's like, uh, oh, well, you know, whenever I go out, you know, straight guys always hit on me. So I know that I'm doing something right. Mm. I'm like, well, that's not. It's a problematic statement. I mean, that's, yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> it's a I don't, I don't know if that's what, I don't know. I mean, that's, that just means you're creating a great illusion. Sure. I mean, I say the same thing all the time, you know? I mean, I go out and straight guys are hitting me all the time. I must be doing something right. Oh, but, God. And I mean, like, not for, I mean, like, we could unpack that statement about straight men. Oh, I straight know, exactly. And, and pleasing right. straight men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I could, I could unpack that for days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Certainly. Um, Oh man! Oh my God! I have a Manhattan mini storage locker full of ideas that I want to talk about with that statement. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I uh, I thought that this was an interesting um, dichotomy, right? Like, and and thinking about the the queens that will come later, like, do you change or do you not change? Yeah, and and I think it's a little bit of both. It's mm-hmm. like you have to be a Bianca Del Rio mm-hmm. and have a very very strong aesthetic mm-hmm. and enter the dress in a very unique way or your own way, yeah. a consistent way, and yeah. and and then it morphs around that aesthetic, right? Like Kim yeah. Chi, we knew that what her how she was with drag and what type of drag she, queen she was. And she always painted for fucking filth. Yeah. And it, and it changed for every challenge. And it was really, really cool to watch. I think what it is is that, like, you, you know, if you only, like, open one door and, and explore what's behind that one door, like, that's obviously going to be very limiting. The idea is to explore these other doors, these other sort of, like, ways of going, but you use the same combination or the same password to open each of those doors. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, Bianca is Bianca when she approaches doing a rap challenge or doing right. snatch game or doing sassy ass mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like to me, I was like, Oh wow, you managed to apply Bianca, the character and the aesthetic to this. Yeah. Sasha Valor does the same thing. We talked about this on It shows a lot of practice. It shows a lot of awareness. Mm-hmm. It shows a lot of understanding and mm-hmm. thought and, and intellect. Mm-hmm. And I think what this really comes down to is that this is why it's so important for the judge, the judges to see the performer underneath the character. Right. Because that's the password. Yeah. That's the combination is that we see, oh, it's the performer doing it. Yeah. And that's why it's like, I don't, I'm not really that intrigued by Dela, the character. She's not as amazing as watching Ben, the performer, accomplish this. Yeah. That's what we want to see. Right. And I think that that is something that I don't, I guess we saw, we certainly saw in All Stars 2 is like, Joey underneath Tatiana was doing see me with them hands and was doing the shut up and drive lip sync. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's who was pulling the stuff off. Yeah. Well, that's, that's untucked. I mean, uh, uh, act one gun, you know, Pandora saying that Raven comes across as very bitchy and cold mm-hmm. and someone who is the next drag superstar is someone who can be fun and approachable. And right. Kind of like, well, yeah raven you know maybe this is why raven didn't win and raven wasn't robbed you know yeah i mean that's something as we kind of like looking ahead to the you know next few episodes is really kind of seeing like do they try to does raven's storyline evolve in a way where it's like it makes sense of her as like a real contender to win Yeah, not the villain not the villain um because is tyra really the villain at this point she's not no raven has been the bully raven's been the bully and i it's tyra and tati have always been like i think unfairly put in the quote-unquote villain roles right where it's like 
no, I, I just, I think that they were just being very much themselves. You know, yeah. I Raven's very extra. She just takes up a lot of space. Yeah, takes a lot of air. Yeah, you know, I, I was watching uh, a couple years ago. <clears throat> Jessica Wilde was on Hey Queen, and they do the look at her where they, you know, critiquing all the different. <laughs> uh-huh. And so they were talking about all the different, a lot of different girls from season two. And Jessica, of course, had only nice things to say about everybody. Right. Um. You know what what she said about Tyro is same thing that you had said is like Tyra well she got on everybody's nerves but she was just so focused and so much wanted to win this for herself and her son and and you know and and of course it's like well then she ends up spending that money on getting new teeth but hey she got more money I'm sure you know from this win but in any event no money more problems that's what I hear um but one of the things she says about Raven is like yeah you know she she was chilly and, and she could come off as kind of abrasive but like I definitely sensed that she was like cheering for me the whole time. Oh, wow. And I thought that was, you know, I think that we see that side of Raven. We don't really see that side of Raven until this next challenge. Okay. When we see her with the drag mother. Uh-huh. I think we see like, oh, okay. Like, you're a nice person. It's yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, all right. So, you know, I'm I'm all for that. All right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, just to kind of move on. Uh, that was... Um, Once Upon a Queen. Once Upon a Queen. Um, next week we have Golden Gals, which I have not seen since it aired. Oh, so wow. I'm really excited to to yeah. see what happens on Golden Gals. Um, I just wanted to give a big shout out to our listeners in Singapore. Singapore this week oh. it has the most listeners out of any city. Wow. Um, in the world. Well, Singapore, Louise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So I, why are we... So last week it was with Dublin. Is it a specific city in Singapore? Or just well, Singapore is a city and country. It's like one of those special... Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, I think it's a country. Yeah, no. But I don't want to say something stupid. No, no, um, no. It's both. Yeah. Wow. That's... Um, all right. Well, Singapore, city, country, wherever you are. <laughs> um, I wish I knew how to say anything in your language. To, I, didn't, can you, I don't even know what they speak. Oh wow! Sing up. We will find out. Okay, you don't. Okay, so this isn't like an obvious thing that I'm like. No, you're fine. Yeah, like there was. I I asked somebody not very long ago. I said, "So, are roosters chickens?" Oh my god! Yeah, and that was the end of that. What did you find out? They are. <laughs> cool. Um. So, uh, yeah, that roosters and hens are just different chickens. Um. Uh. You know the. Uh, the official language in Singapore is actually English, and um, I'm not. Well, then, hello, Singapore. I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, but it's um, Malay, Malay. Uh, mal- uh, yeah, Malay, Malay. Oh yeah. my God, we are very white. Please help us. Yeah. If you feel the need, otherwise we will find it out on our own because it's up to us. Yeah. To educate ourselves. Right, but if it, when our Marys came to us about. Pandora on Ricky Lake and kitchen and the kitchen you yeah. guys show up when yeah. we get stuck no we really appreciate it yeah. but you know it is also up to us to educate ourselves sure. anyway um, I also wanted to mention because um, I've been talking up Stephanie's child the past couple weeks mm-hmm. and uh, one of uh, a podcast of one of our listeners mm-hmm. um, actually just interviewed Rose oh. um, on the podcast. Um, uh, one of our listeners, Elliot. Who um, I met at DragCon. Who you met at DragCon, yeah. who's in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Caleb uh, have a podcast called Equity One Podcast. Anyway, mm-hmm. they interviewed um, Slay Rose. Slay Rose. Um, Rose. Um, Ross McCorkle, I believe, um, who's originally from Scotland, which I thought was really cool. Oh, um, cool. And, you know, he went into theater and obviously found drag and became his own producer. Um, but yeah, so they have a really cool conversation about drag 
and they they talk about um, winners in drag race, and they kind of go into a drag conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are uh, interested in that, you should check out Equity One podcast um, and 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 see what they got to say about past winners of RuPaul's Drag Race mm. versus Sasha Valore, which I thought was very interesting. Oh, I love that. I love analysis, analyses of winners. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they kind of um, understand that RuPaul is a curator of drag. Mm-hmm. And so the, the picking of a winner is actually very deliberate. All right. Well, then I will I will check that out. Yeah, All right. sure. um, I'm subscribed, but I, I, and I actually saw that episode came up and I thought of you. I was like, oh, Rosé. Yeah, Rosé. Oh, she's familiar. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is a, a legitimate Reddit on Reddit uh, piece of news. There you go. Um, you, some of us may remember, some of us, that's a weird way to say the sentence, but um, some of you may remember that not long after season nine finished, Shea Coulee was going to be collaborating with uh, the problematic oh, Azalea Banks. Oh, yes. Uh, that is no longer happening. I guess that cunt getting eaten. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, she's taking it to go. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Yeah. Uh, she was in the two one too. Yeah, What's she, she going to do? <laughs> <laughs> she's a rude bitch because apparently uh, she won't even return Shay's calls. Yeah. And has completely cut off communication. And Shay really uh, has expressed regret on Twitter for alienating a lot of her fans, which she did. Shay really stood her guns of like, listen, if you don't like it, you don't. And I, I understood the headspace she was in. And I think it's a real shame that like she didn't really bear any fruits from that labor and that like Azalea really kind of showed her ass and showed herself and was like, nope, this is who I am. Still a jerk. Right. Um, So as much as I love the two and two, Azalea Banks, still a jerk. Yeah. Still a jerk. Yeah. Um, Speaking of jerks, this last chance lip sync is a song dedicated to all the fucking jerks out there. All right. Well, do we want to let people who aren't jerks know how to reach oh, us? Oh, that's we... what we should say, Mary. Yeah, Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, if you have any thoughts on Jay Coulee, on Slay Rose, nice on, rhyme, <laughs> <laughs> on um, uh, on anything that we've had to say about uh, Once Upon a Queen, um, Tatiana, kind of her circling the drain, Tyra coming into our good graces, Raven still kind of you know being a bully, mm-hmm. um, you can reach out to us uh, at All Right Mary. Um, I really appreciate all of the air guitar gifts you sent this week. Um, Colin has not commented on it to me. I, 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 um, any more yeah. are welcome. I'm not going to say nothing to that, as Valentina once said. <laughs> any more are welcome. Uh, you can always send us an air guitar or air saxophone or air keyboard <sighs> gift. Or more of those arm rolls or whatever Jessica was doing. Yes, or the arm rolls. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, things any like of that. that. Um, or you can email us. Or line I- dancing. <laughs> because I didn't mention this episode, there is a terrible line dance at the end. Oh, I saw it. Yes, they yes, didn't yes, like. Yes, but anyway, yes, you can reach us. At, um, you can reach us uh, at allrightmarypodcast at gmail dot com. And of course, you can head over to iTunes. You could leave us a five star reading. Reading. You could also read us, um, <laughs> but we don't really need that. Uh, a five star rating and a positive review. You could also leave less than that, but. Um, I'm not going to like recommend that um, and let other Marys know that uh, or potential Marys know that we are a recap podcast worth listening to there you go Mary right, so man. anyway back to my last chance lips yes because I know Eric is lit on that upper mm-hmm. that's a um, tease earlier yeah, yeah so uh, the song is absolutely not by Deborah Cox mm. um, and it uh, I think is right on brand yeah I will absolutely not be getting in the car with Jeffrey yes, Moran exactly yeah. <laughs> um, and you know just in terms of all right Mary and um, kind of 
our our ideas about empowerment. Um, I think this song is um, perfection. Right on our alleys. Yes, exactly. So should I go to work in a miniskirt? You know, does that give you the right to flirt? You know, it's like, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, Mary. Well, with that, Marys, I think we've got nothing left to say till next week except bye. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I would